0: Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Hey, what's up listeners? It's me, yeah, boy. I already hate that. (laughs) Can we start over? Can we roll that back? Uh, No? Alright. Hello, my name is Emlyn, and you are listening to Speak Out Radio on... 106.1 FM, Wellington Access Radio. There we go. I have to kind of crane my head to see the poster where that is, because I'm in a weird room right now. (laughs) Anyways, welcome. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, It's been a little bit of a mission getting it sorted, but it's sorted now. So you've got me for the next half hour instead of someone more professional. (laughs) Hopefully, it won't be too painful for either of us. Um, anyway, this week I will be discussing some interesting topics, um, specifically queer relationships in media and in real life. Um, I should mention some important updates for Inside Out uh, this week. Currently, a lot of people are at Shift Hui right now, which is why I'm the one doing this. Um, Shift Hui is a really awesome uh, get together for queer youth. Um, I mean, it's happening right now, so kind of silly to me to ask you to check it out. But like, if you're interested next year, you can check it out, you know. Um, And coming up on the 26th, it is Lesbian Visibility Day. And I did have the option to do this show about that topic. um, But seeing as I'm not a woman and I'm currently dating a man, I thought it might be a little bit weird. (laughs) might not be my place to talk about it, but I will just say um, to all of the lesbians out there and all of the lesbians in my life that I love and appreciate you and I support you and uh, enjoy your day, <laughs> have fun, have like a coffee on me or something, don't, don't actually come and ask me for coffee, I'm, I'm a Burke college student. Anyways, so <laughs> what I was actually going to talk about, um, queer relationships in media and in real life. The last time I was on this show, me and my friend Jia Bao talked about uh, queer media specifically in film. This week, I'm going to be focusing a bit more on um, TV shows, as I feel like they show queer relationships like a bit more. It's it's a lot easier to show relationships in a long form series, um, and it's often where a lot of the problems come from is long form series where the 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 writers have to come up with new ideas. Um, who am I to talk about this? I am, in fact, a queer. Oh my. Um, <laughs> I identify as non binary. I use they them pronouns. I am bisexual. Uh, in case you didn't catch it, my name is Emlyn. Just uh, so we're all aware of that because <laughs> I got caught up in the intro. Oh boy. <laughs> I really regret that. Anyways. Um, so. I think an important thing to bring up, in case you didn't listen to the last show, which is totally fine, you know, you should totally go check it out, but, but, you know, you do you. You do you, boo. I support you. Um, An important thing that we kind of need to cover before going into a lot of queer media is, unfortunately, the bury your gaze trope. Now, what this trope is, is the trope that a queer character is, like... Notably killed off in a show So often after they've just achieved Happiness in a relationship And it's it's kind of a trope because it happens Way more than you would expect Unless you're watching a lot of queer media um, And it kind of comes about from this thing Called the Hayes Code which was an Old Hollywood film code back in the day kind of vilified homosexuality and made it so the only way that you could show it in your movies was if one of the, char- the characters were punished. So if they ended up really sad or one of them died at the end of the film, that was the only way you could get it past the censors. And that's kind of bled through into a lot of media nowadays and into TV shows that have queer characters that a lot of the queer characters are the ones that end up dead or really sad which is, is not fun when you're a queer person watching these shows looking for like a little bit of representation and that that's all you're getting. Congrats, you're sad. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's some, uh, I don't know if it's a recent example, I can't even remember how long ago this was, but an example that I was kind of a part of peripherally because I, I enjoyed the TV show. I'm talking about the TV show 100 which is an all right CW show. It's a post-apocalyptic show. It was quite interesting. Um, I enjoyed it in kind of like one enjoys trash TV way. Um, And there was a notable um, queer relationship on that show uh, between the main character Clark, who was a bisexual woman, although I I will go into later (laughs) as to why I have some problems with her representation, And Lexa, who was a queer woman. Um, Lexa was the commander of this group of people. This was a post-apocalyptic show. They were kind of the the current people in charge of the realm, the realm, uh, the realm. <laughs> my fantasy writers coming out. Um, though the current, she was like currently in charge of like the largest population of humans after this like terrible tragedy had happened. She was really strong and brave and kind of vicious and, She'd only talked about having relationships with women and she got into a relationship with Clark and it was great. Everyone was really happy. They were like, finally, this, this kind of mediocre show is giving us some actual good queer representation. This is great. I'm enjoying this. And then just like after a really cute like love confession and all of that, Lexa is shot dead by one of her advisors and is unceremoniously killed off in the show where most of the deaths involve really awesome brutal fight scenes and um, really elaborate deaths and and this was just kind of like a oh out of nowhere it happened whoops she's dead now (laughs) oh boy and a a lot of queer deaths kind of on in shows parallel this like I mean going way back uh, Tara's Death in Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, also kind of similar to that so this this uh, and um, a more recent example the show The Magicians um, which is a show that I, I was a fan of as well recently killed off their main bisexual character um, and I won't talk about that because it still hurts <laughs> but a lot of shows tend to do this and it's kind of really sad for me and for like a lot of queer people, because we look for representation um, in a lot of places. Like we don't. A lot of the media we consume doesn't have people like us in it, and that can be really hard. Especially if you're a young person and you don't aren't quite comfortable with yourself yet. You don't really know what's going on. You're a bit confused about things. <laughs> sorry getting messages Uh, you're confused about your identity Um, you don't have the words for it yet you know you look for people like you in the media that you enjoy and and you find them and all you see are people who are sad who are dead who you know have been left behind by those that have died there's if there's like I'm not asking for everything to be all hunky-dory everything's happy all the time um it's just useful and necessary to have some queer characters that are not just sad all the time and that are not dead, you know, it's it's important to show the queer youth and and just queer people in general that we can be happy, that we can have relationships and not die unceremoniously (laughs) like, you know pretty, pretty simple stuff um, okay got through that okay, so I've mentioned before that I would bring up my issues with the bisexual representation, um, specifically in The 100, but in, in a lot of shows. And as a bisexual person myself, I find a lot of TV shows where they'll have a queer character, often a woman, she will never actually say that she is bisexual. She'll never use the word bisexual. She'll always be like, oh, I just like women and men and then leave it at that or i you know i'm i don't want to label myself which is totally fine that's valid but you never act like it's very rare that you'll actually hear the word bisexual in a lot of shows um and that's that's really annoying as a bisexual person like i would like to see some representation there that would that would be really nice um A good way to do a bisexual character because I don't want to just make this about like ragging on a bunch of shows. That's that's not what I want from this like show. This this segment episode. I don't know what to call this. Um, A good example. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) ignore the rambling. Good example would be Sarah Lance from Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is a DC show. Um, It. is about superheroes and it's quite lighthearted and cheesy um i'm a fan and sarah lance is a proudly bisexual woman and is arguably like the heart and soul of that show like she is she's like one of the main characters and in they they travel around time and space and she seduces a lot of people and it's never like looked down upon as like with her choices like it's always everyone kind of like rolls their eyes and is like oh Sarah stop seducing people <laughs> and she's like eh finger guns because bisexual finger guns it's a thing it's a thing uh, <laughs> talk to any bisexual person and they will confirm that the bisexual finger guns are are a thing anyways <laughs> tangents um yeah so like the right way to do bisexual representation is to have them actually say that they're bisexual, you know, they were, they were just like, I'm asking bare minimum here. Just, just acknowledge that your bisexual characters are bisexual. Um, Just feed, feed me, feed, feed me with, with good bisexual characters. <laughs> oh boy. I maybe should have gone on someone else in to talk because uh, this is maybe going off the rails a little bit. Anyways, I hope not. <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk kind of about queer TV shows and I wasn't really sure what exactly to talk about like it, it's a broad subject just to cover with with just myself and I don't want it to just be my opinions of like these are all of the good TV shows that I like have at it like if you want to see that I can like put up a list <laughs> on my social media or something of all of the films and TV shows that I would recommend but I don't I think they may maybe be a little boring um, for like a whole half an hour segment so I was thinking and it's about like queer relationships like relationships specifically because having been in a fair number of queer relationships I feel like I'm kind of qualified to talk on the subject at least a little bit you know <laughs> Um, so I thought some, some things that annoy me about queer relationships in media things that I would maybe correct like the stuff that I would want to say to the showrunners um, number one thing the the number one pet peeve I have with with queer relationships in media is one partner putting pressure on the other to come out when they're in a situation that doesn't like allow that like that. So, say for okay, for example, there are two characters they're in a, they're in a queer relationship. One of them is still in the closet to their friends and family because they are scared to come out, and the other partner, instead of you know doing the, the good person thing and being like, it's okay, I support you, I'll be there for you, whatever you need, which which is what I would hope most queer people would do in real life, a lot of the times in shows they will instead be really offended that the other person hasn't come out and take it as like a personal affront that they're, they're ashamed to be seen with the other person and it's like, that's not how <laughs> queer people would react in real life we've all been through the struggle of not knowing if it's okay to come out like I mean, I'm assuming unless you live in some some magical world where everyone around you is okay with you being queer like People around me are pretty accepting but I even still I have some I have a lot of trouble with coming out to people sometimes um, so For that to situation to occur. I don't think is very realistic at all. I think in a lot of those situations, what you'll find is the partner actually, like, supporting the other and, and, you know, being understanding. And I know it doesn't make for good TV and it's, like, drama fodder, but, like, come on. <laughs> At least make it, like, a realistic drama fodder. Like, there, queer relationships can be so dramatic. Like, I've, I've been in queer relationships where everything was, like, a struggle. Like, and there's a lot of like queer specific things that you could you that you could build off if you actually talked to queer people and found out some of their crazy relationship stories but like that that is not one of them <laughs> at least not in, not in my world um uh, what was i gonna do next talk about next oh yeah so pee- peeve number two <laughs> let's go um way too many shows feature cheating especially by their purportedly lesbian characters with men and like this also kind of feeds into the whole not talking about if they're bisexual or not like if you have a queer woman character and they're in a relationship with a woman and you've said that she is a lesbian and then she gets with a man that that's not number one no (laughs) number two it kind of feeds into the stereotype that bisexual people are either like straight or gay and they're just like fooling around and having fun and th- no um <laughs> three uh cheating is not okay like and i as a bisexual person myself i've never cheated on anyone i have been che- i have been cheated on by the, the straight guys that i've been in relationships with i'm far, I'm i have been in my experience it is the straight guys who are way more likely to cheat than the other bisexual people that i've dated like it's and i think that's a common thing with with dating people like the bi- bisexuals are not more likely to cheat that's not what we're about (laughs) and to assume so and to kind of put that message into the world with your show is kind of harmful it is harmful Um, and also uh, you know lesbians aren't attracted to men don't have your lesbian character be in a relationship with a man it's pretty simple here guys like it's in the definition it's pretty easy to look at like I can look up right now like lesbian what is a lesbian attracted to woman cool great sorted, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, Oh, yeah, okay, pet peeve number three. A lot of fictional queer relationships have uncomfortable age gaps or power differences. So, I don't have any specific examples off of the top of my head because I I am not the most prepared for this, I will readily admit. Um, But... It is a common thing and like a lot of a lot of things like it Hold on. I'm just gonna look something up real quick (laughs) Uh Stalling for time Don't mind me It's fine Anyways, um The show queer as Folk. i'm trying i'm trying to because i'm fairly sure that it starts with a, like a pretty heavy age gap between the two like main characters. I'm, I'm pretty sure that 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 is what happens. Mm. Um. Yeah. See. Okay. So Wikipedia is my friend. So the the main kind of two are Brian and Justin. Brian is twenty nine years old, Justin is seventeen years old, and loses his virginity to Brian and and runs away from him and runs away with him and like the, that's a whole thing like that's how the show kind of started. And I know that it's like a dated show, but like that was the only representation that queer people had. on... Well, it was it was like a lot of it was it was representation on screen, and so a lot of queer people watched that and like. We have enough troubles in the community with with that kind of stuff already like and with people's perception of of queer people as being kind of predatory and like that's it's it's not something to be portraying in your shows as a positive thing like it's not that's not a it's not a positive thing <laughs> like if you're seventeen you shouldn't be losing your virginity to a twenty nine year old that's not no it's not safe it's not you know it's not going to end well and i speak I, I speak about this as someone who was in a relationship with a 26 year old at 17 like i'm speaking from experience here it's not a healthy relationship it like it you don't have the mental you know you don't have the experience to know when you're being taken advantage of in that situation and um it's a situation that, unfortunately, a lot of queer people end up in just because there's, like, less options for us and um, it can be kind of exciting to try and go with someone more experienced or whatever, but it it's not a good situation and we should stop glorifying it in our shows. That's basically all I wanted to say on that point. Um, oh, yeah. Um... I have run out of things that I wrote down. So let's let's just talk about some stuff, shall we? Let's just let's just talk about queer relationships. Um in general. I so <laughs> I'm I'm very well prepared. It's fine. It's very fine. So I'm currently in a relationship with another queer person and it's really nice. It's it's very freeing to be able to make gay jokes with each other and and it's like totally chill like i don't have to worry about them being like mm, i feel excluded which is a thing <laughs> that some straight people i have dated have done um and it's very nice to have like a lot of common experiences um it's very nice to be able to to you know talk about stuff but even still like dating a queer person there's a lot of differences in the queer media that we've consumed like I mentioned but I'm a cheerleader which was kind of like a pretty big thing in in my queer childhood of like oh this queer people on screen this movie is great I love it and he had never heard of it maybe it's because like it's a lesbian movie and he is a, a bisexual man like I don't know I don't know why he hasn't watched it but I want to show it to him <laughs> but I don't know how dated it would be like that movie is pretty pretty dated it's still fun um but yeah so there's 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 a lot of nice things about dating another queer person um and like there's so much that tv shows could go into in terms of like queer dating like the struggle of, of accidentally misgendering your partner it happens it like I accidentally do it to myself sometimes <laughs> It is a thing that happens. Uh, Oh, yeah. Can we please have some more trans people represented in shows that are treated with respect and, like, get partners and their partners treat them with respect and it's all fine and nice and lovely. Can we please have that and some some non-binary people as well? That would be nice. Thank you. Like, I think the only... A representation I can think of off the top of my head of a non-binary person in recent years is uh, from Degrassi. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, so... Yale, 17 year old Yale Baron uh, is its first genderqueer character on Degrassi. That's really cool, you should go watch that show, perhaps. Um, this that's real cool um but we should have more of that we should have more genderqueer characters like i that that should not be the only genderqueer character that i can think of off the top of my head i please please. i beg of you tv runners or you could hire me and i'll write some 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 queer characters for you how does that sound i am a script writer i can do that maybe (laughs) i mean yeah i'm still learning but whatever yes like have have trans characters in your show respect them don't have them revealed as trans by their partners walking in on them like changing out of their binder which seems to be a common trope i i, I don't know if that's just a trope that i've heard of secondhand. or if it's a trope i've actually like seen like but it it seems to be a common theme or like their partners finding out by accident And that, please, please, please have them reveal it to them in like a, in a normal and, and respectful way. That would be nice. (coughs) That would be, that would be really nice. Please. (laughs) This has just been me ranting about like queer stuff that is that in, in media, but you know what? This is my episode. I do what I want. (laughs) This, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm just looking through... I found a list of like... Queer characters in shows and I'm just looking through these shows and I haven't heard of half of them, um... So this is interesting. <laughs> They're rating it on like, in like terms of how gay it is, like... Some of them are medium gay. <laughs> which I'm a fan. Um... Uh, or like extra gay. Bit strange. Anyways. Or light gay? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so there's there's an entry for the one hundred here and there's an there is an article on Lex's death. So Maybe you check that out. I don't know the list is on auto straddle if you would like to go s- to go have a look at a bunch of at a bunch of queer t v shows with good ratings that yeah, do that <laughs> It is a quick Google search away as 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 you can see anyways uh, so how are you guys doing? <laughs> see i'm trying i'm trying to think of other stuff to talk about in terms of like queer relationships on tv and all i can think of is just like i mean game of thrones is is a big thing that is happening right now (laughs) that sounds real dumb but like it's the final season and I can't remember if there are any other gay characters in the show that haven't died, because um, there were there was like Loris and Renly back back in the day, back like ages ago, and they they're both dead now. So I'm trying to remember if there are any. I don't think there are any other co- confirmed queer characters, but like, can we can we have like a fantasy land, like a fantasy show where homophobia and transphobia and that kind of stuff is not a thing? Um, I understand the need for like historical realism or whatever but there are dragons (laughs) there there are giant wolves there's magic there's white walkers you know in fantasy lands you you don't have to abide by regular regular world rules like that's kind of the point of it being a fantasy you can do what you want so like any fantasy authors or like writers um tv show people that are listening right now I don't know if there are any but you know (laughs) maybe make make your fantasy lens without homophobia and transphobia because it would be really nice to be able to just like sit down and watch a show and and have it not be a big deal like that's that's my bar for queer representation now which is probably not a bar that will get reached very often um but I am no longer a little baby gay who who looks for the scraps of representation like i mean not not that there's anything wrong with that like that came out a bit like aggressive but anyways i am it is i think it is time to start demanding more in terms of representation from the people in charge of of tv shows and stuff like we're making strides in terms of representation like there's so many more queer characters on screen and it, we should applaud that and we should be really thankful um that there's way more opportunity to to see ourselves reflected in media like that's really awesome and it's really cool but we like i think it's still important to keep going it to remember where we've come from but also to look towards the future and look for a better more inclusive um more respectful portrayals of queer people in the media that we consume um, because the messages that get put through with these other portrayals of queer people in the media um, of these like harmful tropes of these you know depressed sad dramatic gays <laughs> like <laughs> we can do better than that and we deserve better than that we deserve to to see ourselves in happy situations in media if straight people can walk into a cinema and come out of like a movie like captain marvel or something feeling elated and and powerful and like empowered like we should be able to get that too like come on (laughs) it's time i that would that would be really nice And I think we should strive towards that. We should strive towards, you know, with making the media we consume um, better to to making our own media, um, to to empowering others that are making the media the kind of media that we want to see in the world. Um, And on that note, I do want to plug real quick a couple. I don't want to plug any TV shows because it's pretty easy to find, like, queer TV shows. There are a lot of lists and stuff. But I do want to give a real quick shout out to um LA by night which is this is going to sound a little strange but it is a show uh involving the tabletop role-playing game vampire masquerade so it's about vampires but there is the most respectful portrayal of a bisexual woman in a polyamorous relationship that I've ever seen in any media and it kind of blew my mind watching it um so I would encourage like all people who are interested in you know having a fun time with vampires but also like seeing really respectful really touching portrayals of like a queer woman uh in a bisexual polyamorous relationship to go check that out it's on youtube really easy to find LA by night that's that's about it really it's my show Thank you for listening and and sitting through my rambles. Uh, (laughs) I hope you had fun. You've been listening on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Yeah, you got it right. Um, Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.